Thank you all you awesome and exciting people for tuning in to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies. In this episode, we sit down with Trevor Herring, who's a guide over at Pyramid Fly Co. Amongst many titles, logistics coordinator, mentor, teacher, chef. That's just the short list of some of the things that he does over there. This is a pretty exciting adventure as we take a pretty deep dive into the mind of a guide. Trevor's an awesome dude. You'll get to know him a lot better here and learn what it takes and what the everyday life is like for a guide out at Pyramid Lake. Thank you to our sponsors, Sims, Rio Products, Adams Built. They got a killer salmon steelhead net. Been bagging a lot of fish in those things. So sit back and enjoy this awesome podcast with Trevor Herring of Pyramid Flyco. And welcome to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies. We're sitting here in the Sutcliffe Inn with the one and only Trevor Herring of Pyramid Fly Co. How's it going, everybody? And Haas Herring. Haas, speak. 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 Yeah. There he is, see? <laughs> it was worth the wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was worth the wait. So, Trevor, guide. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, well, you're a guide. Yeah, at yes, Pyramid, I am. At, I, yeah, Pyramid Flyco. Guide, life coach, you know, babysitter, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, tutor. Uh, mentor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of your other titles, according to our, the website, is logistics coordinator. Still working on that. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, it says here, you made your mark. At PFC on Pyramid Lake. Um, I did, how, like, how did that happen? Attitude's everything out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can't respect where you're going for any reason, for one reason, then you can't enjoy it fully. Sure. But, all right, well, that brings us to the point. So if you go on an adventure, okay. do you want the, the pot of gold at the end right up at the first? Or do you want to work up towards that pot of gold and enjoy your ride the whole entire time? Yes. That is correct. I don't like it, Nico. I think you're doing great, man. <laughs> I don't like it. I think you're doing great. <laughs> I think we and, and, I, and I think, no, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. Look, and it says here, your enthusiasm and attitude is contagious. I think I'm going to call malarkey on that one. At no, at no point in time ever been on the lake, and have you ever motivated me or anybody? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's a joke. I, I see how it is. I yeah. see how it is. No, I, I, all right. <laughs> no, but you do. But you do. Bring, I, you I, do bring a level of enthusiasm that's unlike anybody else out here. I try so hard to just make everything so rememberable. Yeah, you do. Um, you know, I I know personally people come from all over the worlds to be here. And 
why would they would there's no reason why you should have a bad time right for how beautiful this area is and what's possible out here there is no reason why you should have a bad time right that should be the absolute worst on anybody's mind i mean i mean that, that you spend five dollars to go negative you know right in all reality and feel miserable about it maybe it was only five dollars maybe it was a thousand dollars maybe it was you know including all kinds of gas that you know individuals take to come out here Mm -hmm. it's uh it definitely, you know, you know, you want a big fish. You you want a big fish, and you want to catch a lot of fish, and you want to just make sure you you rope them up. That's everybody's goal out here. Yeah. What happens when you don't rope them up multiple times, and you end up hitting the lake? Mm. Nobody should hate the lake. No. Nobody. No. And that's where you step in. But I try. Yeah, absolutely. I try. Um, I, I I make sure. If I could do anything up and over, you know, what I need to do as a guide, like I'll I'll talk to you through it all day long. Right. If I need to, um, as a, as anyone should should and does, you know, um, guide's not supposed to leave you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the point of that? So. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I mean, they're here for an experience, and you definitely give them, you give the clients a great experience, whether it's one or it's ten people. I think they walk away regardless regardless of the fish count, regardless if they caught the biggest fish of their life or they caught their first Lahontan cutthroat trout. Or the biggest, yeah, or anything. Whatever anything. it is. It's or the like, most or anything like that. Right. But the number one thing is walking away, having a good time learning something yeah. and walking away with a smile on their face. And I see that every time that I'm out here with you and you have clients, it's, they're, they're stoked regardless of the day because yeah. you, you, you fill in all those gaps because that's the one thing... That's the one thing you can't control out here is what the fish do. Nobody can. Nobody's right. got a leash. Right. The only thing we got going for us is they're in a, a big lake for us and they can't go nowhere. That's true. That's all we got going. They're just kind of penned in. I mean, they're. It's a big lake. <laughs> it is a big lake. <laughs> uh, it's a very big lake. But then again, there's a lot of big fish in here too. A lot of little fish in here as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of great fish in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few different species on that in that sense but we're all after those those big mama jamas you know out there just want to just stick a hog and it's uh on everybody's mind because every once in a while like today you know i saw a 24 pounder get caught sweet epic epic day you know everybody was emotional on the whole beach it was amazing absolutely amazing um you know but um, it's it's uh, for some of us it's it's maybe not like that maybe that's still a little bit on the small side yeah like maybe. for you <laughs> <laughs> I just come out here to have a good time that's that's uh, the vibe out here is if you can't enjoy it like I said for what it already is then the big fish won't mean that much mm. it'll still mean a lot don't get me wrong yeah look but there's a lot more to think about than a big old fish right um who you're with where you're at when you're the trek that maybe it took to get there you know you got to take all that kind of stuff in consideration and a lot of people don't and i've I've seen you do some really productive things out there like for instance if there's a 
there's a gap in the bite window. You know, we just don't have any bobber downs or, you know, you're stripping or something. Things just aren't happening. I've seen you take the time with groups to walk up and, hey, let me help you with that cast. Yeah. You know, hey, let's let's talk about the bugs. Let's talk There's about this. There's things to work on. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. There's always things to work on. Always. Um, big groups, small groups, single individuals. Um, there's always something to work on. I know there's a lot of chatty Cathy's out there. You know, no offense to any kind of woman that's named Kathy. I don't. I, there's no disrespect there. I'm no, it's just a phrase. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I'll talk your ear off, mm-hmm. and I'll get the hint too if you don't want me talking your ear off. Um, so you know, and I, I take a lot of that kind of stuff, human interaction, in the into perspective because when it comes down to it, you know, it's like, I, I don't want to call myself a, an adult babysitter, but you know, you see the jokes all over internet, you know, um, that's what guides are. They're just, uh, babysitters, essentially grown up babysitters. And it's like a, a, you run a daycare almost, um, some days, some, some, you know, individuals, they, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they even like are doing it on purpose. You know? <laughs> uh, just trying to test you, you know, what, well, what you can't, you can't, you just got to keep going. You got to well, keep his level head and you got to keep, you know, you got to keep straight and make sure you're being respectful. And, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to, you want this person to come back. You want, you want everybody to come back you want i i would love it if everybody was able to get an opportunity to come out here right first and foremost um you know there's not always um an opportunity for for that scenario even if you live in reno there's not some people just can't they it's not an option you know but because maybe they don't have the gear or anything like that or you know whatever they don't know the know-how but it's like they live right there, you know, and they're so close. Speaking of someone that fishes a lot in like Wyoming, they're here in 10, 11 hours, hauling butt, getting here as fast as they humanly possibly can. Mm-hmm. Cause they know the possibilities out here and know, know how great of a place it is. Right. Um, you know, I've even heard from people from like, <laughs> my buddy lives in Maine, you know? He'll, he'll drive out here if he needs to, if he wants, and, you know, um, not a problem because he knows the possibility. He knows how great of an area this is, that he knows how, you know, special of a place this is. And it's, uh, it's not an easy place to fish. And, I mean, that goes without saying. No, but, but not at all. And, and, that, and I'm talking beyond, <clears throat> I'm talking beyond, like, the gear and tactics and all that type of stuff. I'm talking about the actual environment you're in. It's... For the most it's rugged, it's different. It's, it's not. It's, it's hostile. It's not. No, it's not a riverbank. It's not nope. a normal granite slab. You know, big deep lake or a levee or a anything. It's mm. nothing even close. We're fishing on the moon almost, and every step could be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Whether it's broken rod tips. You're not paying attention because you're looking at the rocks and where your footing is so much that you lower your rod tip and then boom, you're into another rock and there goes your whole morning already. You haven't even gotten in in the water yet. Right, right. Or you're trying to trying to get out in the water and just the ledges out here can go. The ledge down at Popcorn is vertical almost. 
um, it's 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 straight down immediately. So if you didn't have a good enough headlamp, water was a little murky, you try to set your ladder out, you take one step into the water, and you you know you could be in chest deep over your head, holding on, holding onto a ladder with no life vest on normally. And it's dark and no one's looking. Yeah, you could be the only person out there. You could be. Because you didn't know no better and, uh, you know, you showed up and it was, um, you know, big storm front, big waves, big mud line, you know, there's all kinds. This place, it can be scary in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. But it could be amazing in, in, in moments. 100%. Your last cast, your first cast. Staring at a bobber, stripping until your arm falls off. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, boom, it happens. Your whole life could change. Whole perspective of all kinds of things. Like, this is a, incredible. Literally. Um, Literally. I mean, the fish are just incredible here. Yeah. Like, Trevor's smiling right now, you know? <laughs> He's all, it's, yeah, man, they are. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one hell of an area. Mm-hmm. It's one heck of a place. It's um, definitely should be on more people's bucket lists if it's not. And truthfully, it's just, I mean, you could just take a drive out here and enjoy yourself. Thoroughly. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful area. And enjoy Trevor's cooking too. I use I cook a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. No. And you love doing that. So what's that about? Like I mean, I understand it, but what what does it mean to you? Like why why not just a cold sandwich? Quite honestly, on a cold day. Ah, hmm. interesting. When's it ever warm out here? Uh, well, I mean, other than like last month of the season <laughs> <laughs> when we're finally wet waiting again, right? And it's too hot to even fish, mm, right? Right, um, but you take the meal as like an important part. I mean, it's it's we burn a lot of calories out here if you take it into perspective, in, in blah blah blah, <clears throat> into perspective. Very good. <laughs> um, we burn an incredible amount of calories out here whether it's sitting here standing here casting all day long like i said you know draining your mental uh being staring at a bobber until it goes underneath the water uh casting and retrieving until your arm falls off or your fingers are bloody um right i mean we're relatively at a a pretty high altitude compared to where most people are coming from. I mean, we sit above exactly. we sit I mean, above four thousand feet. We sit in the high desert. We're exposed to elements in the sun. The weather, the wind, mm-hmm. the sun. You know, it could be it could be totally bluebird skies, and there's ice everywhere in the morning. Like today, it dipped. Yep, it, exactly. It dipped down well be- well below freezing last night. Even this morning and this afternoon, my guides were freezing. Um, and it's just cold, you know, and I'm, you're bundled up. You got two or even three. I know people that wear every bit of clothing they got mm-hmm. uh, just to stay warm. But there's some great gear out there. But, um, you know, and, you know, it, it, you got to layer up properly sometimes. It, uh, spe- you got, if you come out to Pyramid Lake, you have to check the weather. You have to check the wind. You have to check the temps. You have to check. All- there's so many different things. Um, nasty weather's great. Yeah. Exactly. Today, a little slow, uh, pretty much for the most part in the morning. Um, 
it's kind of really nasty windy uh, with with uh, bluebirds bluebird skies sun nasty windy maybe not crazy it, it gets crazy out here 70 mile an hour winds and you know so there's a couple places you could still fish and it's just tough to even fish those places in that um, but you know a good you know nice little brisk uh, brisk wind um, all the coves were pretty much sheltered you could pretty much fish a lot of areas um, but it was just slow it was super super slow um, fish fed pretty decently yesterday uh, in the nasty weather in the afternoon fed really well um, today nothing really all morning all day almost onesie twosies here and there couple guys caught like seven eight fish um, that's good that is good fishing is we've we've a few of us have had crazy days out here fishing I've had a few of those days and it's like everybody around you you were yelling up and down the beach because you were having so much fun because every single person is hooked up mm-hmm there must be, it seems like every fish in the whole lake is right in front of where everybody is that you're around. Um, big fish, small fish, weeding through a bunch of little ones. I don't know, when I, I, I don't like to call these fish little because personally, I, you know, a lot of people have never, ever even caught something 24 inches in a, in a river, um, in a, another lake, in, a, in a anything, mm-hmm. in, in anywhere. A 24 incher would be their personal best. Right, and you know a lot of people would be like, ah, it's a rat, ah, it's you know, ah, it's too small or whatever. Uh, I wouldn't even keep this fish. Blah blah blah. You know, you are allowed to keep fish out here, um, but um, you know, it it's a dang, it, it's a darn good fish. I mean, a 24 inch cutthroat out here on a six weight rod, you're gonna have a blast. I don't care who you are, but. It's crazy to think about that there is fish out here like four or five times that size. Oh, uh, yeah. That would actually yeah. eat that fish. Mm-hmm. Possibly could, theoretically could eat that fish. Yep. Fold them right in half and slurp it right down. Yum. 28-pounder, oh, I mean, 24-pounder, like I said today. Yep. Uh, was caught. That could eat a massive, a massive bait food item. Um, so tell me this. I'm curious. And I think listeners would be curious, how did you get here? Like, what led up? Like, where? what were you doing before in the fly fishing world? Were you just fishing rivers? <laughs> I was like, a fish bum, man. I, mean, I was just, I was working at a local fly shop um, down in California, Placerville area. Mm-hmm. Um, working at a fly shop, you know, the word on the street got out to me. I was pretty new at fly fishing, um, you know, just dinking around kind of thing, and you know this is a few years back but um i'd say maybe hanging out with a couple buddies actually Mm -hmm. and they're like yo you know i ever heard about pyramid lake you know everybody all my friends knew i worked at a a little mom and pa gun shop fly shop so they were like oh what you know let's let's stock up let's tie flies blah 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 and let's go up there i started tying flies at the shop doing little things seminars and all kinds of stuff it was super super fun Uh, a bunch of kids super cool like oh what was it uh five five p.m an hour before we closed every sunday and i last last one i had i had 15 kids Mm, wow they were probably 
I don't know, ranging from, and there was a couple of older people in there too. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I was just t- talking about youngsters though, which was like I almost cried every single night. You know, no, um, t- teaching them how to tie leeches and midges and all kinds of cool stuff, just gearing up to because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. At the time, my buddies were like, "Yo, you've ever heard about Pyramid Lake?" You know, seven years ago or whatever it was, uh, six years ago. Um, I'm like, no, what, what is that? And I've fished all the rivers and lakes and stuff and, like, just getting my feet wet, you know, in a sense. Um, they're like, let's go up there. It's a long drive, three hours, you know. Um, let's go. Cool. We get up here, you know, my first trip, got skunked out, you know, had no clue. Had zero clue what was going on. I'm pretty sure my buddies had no clue either. Um, I swear, like, I had a couple of takes. But, you know, it's just weird using sinking stuff and, like, looking at what people were doing. And, you know, it's like I wouldn't want to be that nosy kid trying to figure this out, you know, kind of on my own. I, I want, I tried to. It's impossible, though. You you need to be friendly out here and you need to be able to talk to who. Hey, how's it going, man? You mind if I fish next to you? Anything like that. What are you doing? How, how are you catching them? You know, it's like you got to come off respectfully, though, because if you just start like, yeah, what are you doing? Nobody's going to tell you nothing. Nobody's going to yeah. be nice to you. It's like, oh, oh, how deep, you know, what color, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. Hey, what's that, up, that, bro? Yeah, what's up, man? How deep? What yeah. color, you know? What are you using? Blah, blah, blah. It's right. Like expecting me, I don't know you. Why would I bother telling you? Going out of my way to, like, respect the person you're talking to, and they might respect you back and actually talk mm-hmm. to you. Maybe even have a conversation. Yeah. Might even wave to you. Whoa. It gets busy out here. It gets cutthroat out here, too. A lot of people get a little cutty out here. Nice right? pun. Nice pun. <laughs> well placed. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I came up here. I fished first time. You know, it was like, man, I spent gas money, blah, blah, blah. It's like three-hour trip. It was like, oh, it was kind of shitty. You know, it was, it was kind of unfortunate at, at first. Um but I was like, you know what, man, it's like I looked in. I, I actually did a little bit of research. I just was, I just was like, hey, yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'll go. I'll go with you guys. Went, had no clue of them, like even where I was. I don't even remember or recall where I went and fished. Mm-hmm. I think we were at Indian Head, almost positive. Not 100 percent though. Could have been at Wizards. <laughs> so no clue. I, no Obviously, clue. Like, like I said, somewhere. No freaking clue. Somewhere. Uh, we were at the lake. Um, hella tired all blah 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 this and that i tried to fish this and that um second time came up here with my good buddy blake um boom nobody's really catching any fish we're fishing and it's like we saw one get caught we're like i'm super pumped i'm like cool there's fish here um like blake's been up here a few times he he, uh he you know kind of showed me a little bit of the ropes and kind of showed me like this is what we're using and stuff, like leeches and you know whatever um and i was like well hell man i i have been tying flies like i could probably tie something real quick what you're using pretty simple <laughs> up at the tailgate of my truck come back down boom back to back two trout um caught my first it was amazing had a great time uh, all the buddies were super pumped i was you know floored not a big trout in my eyes about 24 26 inches mm-hmm. it was one of those you know nice good looking summits uh adipose fin 
all colored out, super fun, super cool, like um, like almost in tears, like super pumped. Of course. Um, was here every single weekend I had off work. Every single weekend after that. Um, just constantly, you know, having that good vibe, that good headset, you know, um, talking to people. I grew so fast at who I knew mm-hmm. out here. Um, in a good way, like, yeah, that's Trevor. He cooks breakfast every morning. He's like, <laughs> he's always got, you know, all kinds of just a little get up, a tent, a shanty, a chill spot, a hangout, a good vibes, you know, call me whatever you want, but I just wanted to enjoy coming up here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, like, obviously, I mean, not obviously, but I, I that got noticed by a lot of people. That, that definitely got noticed by a lot of people. Um, at the time, I didn't know who these people were. I just, I didn't know. You were just um, doing you. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, enjoying myself for what it was. Um, trying to make sure everybody I come in contact with enjoy it um so in a sense i was offered a job of a lifetime because of that and you know i i I hate to say it but i had to quit my job i had to you know life got stressful dude because of that life got way stressful where i was living everything like three hour drive to go to work in a sense mm-hmm. I can't do that so you know I had to pull the plug on so many different things so fast and had to get everything lined out perfectly it was it was hard it was definitely hard um, but you know like you live literally one time I was not really all that happy at where I was Um, because it was a standstill. There was no like, all right, I was begging for materials. I was begging to be able to put orders in um, to just keep like my little fly section stocked. Like I was trying to just manage this one little tiny area and I couldn't even keep, like I have more materials that I'm looking at right now that were in that shop. Yeah, wow. And I'm looking at a corner of a room, and it's like, dude, it's tough. It was tough. So I, I felt like I was in a bad spot. I love everybody was like family, treated me like family. If I ever needed to go back, like, feel f- very confident that you know they would totally take me back. You know, uh, um, always leave on good terms. Good terms are why you get remembered. You know, you you mess up one time, and it's like that's what you're gonna get remembered for. Sure. Whether you're negative to someone about something, you know, anybody could take anything into consideration and be like, no, I don't like that person no more Mm -hmm. because uh, his left shoe wasn't tied properly. I don't know. People, you know, certain certain individuals are are way different than others. So you got to treat everybody kind of like what you feel like is respectful. And that's, you know, and so that would have, that's when Rob, I knew Rob for like a year, you know, I fished with him all the time, um, 
low-key, I, I was just showing respect. I, I mean, I was just, he, he's an older gentleman, older than me. He's like a father, you know, type of age. Uh, 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 I, my mother would freaking beat me with a wooden spoon again, you know, because I, didn't, I wasn't nice to this man. Right. Or, you know, whatever. And... I like cooking, okay? Back to the cooking calories, you know? Because <laughs> right. that was like, and what, however long ago, right? right. I'm yeah, still we're there. I'm st- no, it's all coming around all right, full all circle. Right. I trust you. <laughs> um, but, you know, I like cooking. So, like, I nobody seemed to like to eat, you know? No, no. You could take this to the grave right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, you hungry? No, man, I'm good. And, oh, yeah. And they're just oh, keep yeah. fishing. Just keep yep. fishing. Just keep fishing. Get, just keep Dude, you're not enjoying it. You're not going to catch nothing. You're going to burn yourself out. Enjoy yourself. If anybody takes a notion of being like, yo, you want to take a break? Absolutely. Let's go. First one. Reeling up. If it's not, you know, I haven't caught a fish in a bite every hour, you know, let's go take a break. Let's. Your mind is just going nuts. Yep. What's going to happen when you actually get that tug? Or to see the bobber down. How how long are you going to hesitate for? Or how high are you going to trout set mm-hmm. on on that? You're going to miss them <laughs> every time. Go go relax. Right. Just relax. Everybody's so worried. It's like even on a, even on on a on a regular trip, some guys are like, "No, I'm fishing for eight hours straight. Eight hours straight. The fish ain't going anywhere." Duh. You I mean, I get it. Nobody, not everybody get off the water, but it's like, you know, it's just like setting up and taking down. As soon as you take down, the fish come. As soon as you set up, maybe the fish, fish have just moved off. And you, you need to just grind it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why if you catch one or two or three or a dozen, and then all of a sudden it's an hour with no bite, and you're trying to move, don't move. You don't find or chase fish to catch fish. Okay. You're not looking for fish after you've just found fish. You you catch a fish, you stay there. You figure out it's not a river, okay? They they move. They have to constantly toilet bowl somewhere, whether it's in this cove off of that point, off of this this ledge, whatever it be. Fish are going. There's enough fish in this lake to where you might be able to stand on whatever beach whenever all day long. Yeah, you might only catch that one fish. Maybe you only get an opportunity and you miss it even. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, it's lights out and, and that's the spot, that's the hot spot. You see so many beaches that are t- completely empty. Just completely empty. We're fishing five feet down right now. You could fish this whole lake at the easiest cast out at five feet down. That's a true story. And what's one of the most common things that happens when you take people, you take people off the beach, you take them off the chair, take them off the rocks, you bring them up to eat something. I know this happens with me. Almost ninety percent of the time, maybe okay, 90 percent of the time, you take that break. Maybe there's a lull in the bite. Whatever, come up, eat, talk, have a good time, sit down, relax, recharge. Majority of the time, when you get back on that water, now what happens? You're refocused, you're re-energized. Yeah, you're eating. I'm, I will run down to the rods and all the gear. I run through everything. You right. know, make sure it's proper. Right. 
everybody gets back out. And then usually what happens? Usually what happens? Either a bobber goes down or if they're on the strip, they get nailed. Yeah. Almost exactly. Almost always. Always. Whether it's just like uh, maybe the uh, take some pressure off the water or, you know, I've been saying that this whole time. Vibes are everything out here. And mm-hmm. if everybody's not sitting there on the lineup, not catching anything, nothing, no, but one fish maybe, okay, 12 guys. What kind of vibes do you think the entire lineup's throwing out there? Oh, man, they're dark. It's all negative. It's yeah. all dark. It's all like, what? F this, and this is, this is you know, this is sucks. I'm not, this is so slow. Look at all this. Someone should be catching fish. That's when you let the Sith into your head. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're, right? you're literally just hanging yourself with a meat cleaver if you want to. It's the dark side. Um, dark side's out there. It, it is. It's out there in the it lake, like one hundred percent. And it's like you know, it's funny. And no, you can't fish an hour after dark, or right up to an hour after dark. Right, but like the yes, but the dark, <laughs> the dark, the dark side is out there. To use a Star Wars analogy, right? Like there is a dark side and there's no, a there, light side, and, and definitely is. And you can feel that balance out here. So like what you're saying is like for the Star Wars fan, like you. you I mean, I'm not saying I'm choosing the light side or or the dark. But side. you know what I'm saying, okay. yeah. But you just but, you tap into. I definitely would enjoy catching a big fish if my mood was already in a good mindset. Mm-hmm. I think the wows would be more wowed, and the enjoyment would be way more enjoyable. Yeah. If you're negative the entire time, haven't caught nothing, bobber goes down, say you catch a, your 10-pounder, all right? Yeah. Those are fun. Your first one ever. Ever. You know? Mm-hmm. Um what what are you gonna be saying? It's about effing time, you know. It's a you know this and that, and you're pretty much cursing this fish before it's even come in the in the mm. hit the net. You're practically just throwing negative vibes at the fish, even though it bit your rig. You know what usually happens then? You probably lose it. Yeah, you know why? Your rod tip goes slack. You know and- why? You know why? Because he's giving you the onion. Mm. Yeah, buddy. He's giving you the onion. I mean... You got to tap into that dark side to give him the onion. So you use, <laughs> you use those two phones, right? You know, with the paper cup and the string. You yeah. know, it's like... So you got a rod in the mouth. Hmm. Or a line in the mouth of a fish. Right. What if that fish is actually just feeling everything six cents? I know Who it's knows? a little weird. Okay, yeah, that was a little weird. All right, I get it. Not really. Think about it. Yeah. What if you're putting good vibes to that fish the entire time? Would it, would it have gotten off? Mm-hmm. Would it have popped off? Would it have broken off? If it breaks off, it's because you're horking on them too much. Mm-hmm. Obvious. All right, we're using 10 and 8 pound test. All right, unless there's like a serious malfunction, um, your fluorocarbon hasn't been changed out and however many fish or whatever. You'll break off. Yeah, I raised my break hand off. to that one. Okay. Yeah, I experienced that today. Right. That was cool. Oh, that's why I was going that round. I've cool. seen that yeah, yeah. firsthand. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good times. Hey, I can't give you every, I can't watch everybody. Right? No. I really can't. But back to the food and why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Is because I love what I do, I love enjoying meeting new people. Um, food's like an obvious easy in, you know, any, any, any random personal come in. Hey, you want to scramble? You know, it's like, yeah, here, bro. Here, a little sausage, egg, be, you know, what do you want? Mix it up. Yep. Put it in a bowl and give me a spoon. 
what's your name? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it's not like I was trying to do it because, you know, I come up here with a bunch of friends all the time, you know. It's like I already knew my little so-called clique of dudes, you know. It's kind of lame saying it, but, you know, my close friend group. Uh, we come up here, two, three, four guys or whatever, fish the whole weekend, have a little competition, do whatever. We're meeting people, you know. You'd be surprised about how many people you will meet and do what I'm saying to other to do to other people is be nice and respectful is when they see you and your buddies roping the entire beach up. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people will come and say hi. You know, a lot of people will, will actually come and say hi. Um, so, it, you know, in a sense, it's 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 if if you can if you know how to work fish and know what they want, know what they want to eat, when they want to eat, how deep they want to eat it, how high up they want to eat it, you can catch a lot of fish for one. You can meet a lot of cool people that want to learn exactly what you're doing. Obviously, so with that being like said, like you're just well, you're I'm teaching, you know. Yeah, you are. But like with that being said, I want to bring us bring this up, and I'm gonna blow some smoke at you. So who's speaking of fly? So so fly tying. Now you mentioned you know you did you did the classes at the fly shop and you taught the kids and obviously you have you've tied thousands of flies super fun i mean right. if i could do anything at that shop again right it would keep doing the seminars well yeah but like that was so much fun enjoyed every moment of it watching these kids actually want like literally want to learn to do this mm-hmm. stuff it's pretty cool dude i mean well here's the thing it's you like t- the coolest you, thing it I, is I the most feel. awesome thing yeah but that's it but that's something you brought out here you brought it out in a little bit different fashion, you've taken that skill set. A little and, bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've I showed mean, the crew a little bit, of right. just trying to help out everybody. Right. You know, I've helped out Cole, I've helped out Morgan, I've helped out all of our friends, just like little tidbits, you know? I'm and like, I've never copied not any saying, of your patterns. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying I'm the best. There's nobody that is the best. If you can't no. go a day and not learn something, then you clearly that is you and that's how you think so every day is different every pattern is different mm-hmm. someone could have used a different wire a different thread color a different material and they are just absolutely crushing you 10 to 1 mm-hmm. alright you just gotta be you know there's you, you can't really determine that no it could be you're in a vortex of fish they could be potted up because that's where the biggest hatch in the whole lake's going off at that moment. More, you know, so it's tough. True, but you've got you've gotten you've you've had the ability to zero down to really hone down onto particular colors and patterns through your experience out here that really and I won't go into depth on those. Like, no, I, I know. But, but it's just, it happens day to day, too. Yeah. And you just got to have to take little bits and pieces right. into consideration. Right. It's like, oh, look at this. It's like, uh, I have pumped proper fish out here. I have done samples. And the samples is the bugs we're using, they don't exist out here. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, in a sense. Right. All right. They do exist, obviously. There is midges and leeches and beetles and 
you know, minnows and all kinds of good fun stuff that we could imitate. Exactly. Late, yeah. That's a shrimp. Yeah. Oh, no, the, that's the, not a donkey or a bull. The scu- yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, this, a, this, your scud shrimp. Right. Yeah, scud shrimp. <laughs> scud shrimp. Uh, yeah. So there is a lot of activity out here. I know people that hang pheasant tails and they catch fish. Right. Because there's, what is it, mayflies or uh, like blueing olives and stuff? I've seen both of them out here. So uh, little imitations like that, boom, they work. Right. Right. They, they absolutely work. But just, the, you know, I, I have seen a lot of things out here. I have seen bugs hatching right in front of me, obviously. I've seen bugs, you know, just crawling up your leg, just flying around. You know, you'd be surprised about what happens when you leave one of your neon lights on inside, on all night long. Um, put a bowl of water under it. They hit the water, they drown. You can see exactly what they look like. But that's after hatching. So now your mind get, gets a little twisted about what they actually look like sure. underneath the water at 10 feet, 9 feet, 5 feet, whatever. Right, because you start getting into all kinds of color spectrums and what's exactly. this color up here exactly. is going to be looking different down so here. It's so it's like, you know, you can see all kinds of stuff. You can. Like your red midge up here doesn't look and so red down here. We don't have a little fly box, hence little, okay? Right. It's normally fairly large, double-sided, probably... 30 different colors in it and maybe four or five different sizes in there. It's a lot. It is. It's, it's an, it's an incredible, incredible amount. And then when it's leech season, you have the same thing with leeches. Little, big, small, minnows, black, white, brown, whatever. Mm-hmm. All kinds of stuff. Right. Um, and then it's the transition point. Like when, when do you go back and forth? Well, if you don't have your midges, too, then you might not be catching fish if you only have your leeches. That's true. Unfortunately. Like right now. I mean, um, um, people are still catching them on leeches, which is which is good. M- mainly a minnow pattern or something like that. Um, but the midge game has, you know, if it were to warm up in your mind, if you were out there first thing in the morning and you think it's a little bit warm, all right, it's, it's supposed to be cold out. That's probably the warmest part of the day, and that's when you're gonna get a hatch, because the midges have started popping off. If if not, you know maybe a midge up to, or a leech up top or midge up midge on the bottom, vice versa. Try a little bit of different stuff like that. It can entice a bite, especially mm. when it's wavy. Um, if you're getting one to two foot swells, you want something heavy nonetheless. Keeps everything down, you know, so you're not dragging too much. No dragon. No dragon. <laughs> no chasing. No dragon because you'll get the dragon. You'll no, hit the bottom. No <laughs> chasing either. Right. <laughs> right. Right. No chasing. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> I got it. But, yeah, it, I have to say, it's just I've seen your your patterns perform out here, and they're awesome. They're awesome. Because you go, you go beyond the status quo of... A lot of it has to do with lighting. Ah. So, like, there's all kinds of... I mean... <laughs> There's so many things that can come into consideration. Yeah, especially with midges. It's Just weather, water, clarity, you know, wind, uh, sun, clouds. Uh, is it raining? Is it snowing? I've always had a good day when it's snowing. Mm-hmm. Always had a good day when it's snowing. Always. But day before, day after, it's like a full moon, you know. Um, kind of throws them off a little bit. 
like a, a half a degree in biometric pressure is is and can be huge for a fish because it only changes you know so much right um drastic you know i'm talking like not drastically uh on a normal basis it just it goes up barely i mean it, it goes down barely uh like what is it 26 to like maybe 29 it pops up and down maybe spikes up to 30 down to like 26 and a half something like that it's just a very minute minute little change could just change i mean fish could just be like oh, i need to eat now because of that yeah yep um, yep and it has a lot to do with their comfort level too yeah you know it changes yeah. it makes them very uncomfortable or it makes them really comfortable and hungry makes them easy easier to cast to mm-hmm. um makes them more willing to eat if you would they love to eat they love to eat i mean they they grow at an exceptional rate out here like super huge <laughs> um rate obviously the fish are big <laughs> no i mean they're, <laughs> but, they're huge i mean there's fish out here i feel like they that nobody can fathom mm-hmm. okay it's unless you poison this lake when they killed it this is only my thoughts and my thoughts only okay let me pre-warn you're telling me they killed every single native fish that was in this lake. Dude, they sent scuba divers out there to check. I swear. Okay, so I don't believe So if that. this was on video, that would be funny because you have to look at the reaction on Trevor's face. I don't believe that. No, but I hear what you're saying, yeah. But, okay, so a gill net is a six inch by six inch hoop. Mm -hmm. right any fish that practically swims in it minus a minnow all right we're talking not bait fish not to mention what was in or what was not in the truckie at that time as smaller native cutthroats you're telling me they killed every single last one of them you can't sit there and think that mm -hmm. there's no way there is zero possibility of that for how many fish that were probably in this lake originally water depth and you know how much more volume of water blah 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 everything like that you're telling me there wasn't a little trout in there that may have gotten out of there so right now you're like the bob lazar of pyramid lake so that's a funny thing <laughs> i don't even know what bob lazar is he's the one that that kind of blew the whistle on uh, on yeah, area 50 get... area 51 yeah, yeah, right yeah. right so but I hear what you're saying, yeah, but, you know, yes, they caught everything probably possible with that gill net. I know, they, because they were but, all, like, 100 pounds. Right, but not everything really, else. But, uh, but everything else that could get through that that square, they're not catching. So it's still ca out they there. They can't catch it. So you're saying it's too they small. drastically reduce the population to the they point where They would have had to, like, pen net the whole lake. Mm-hmm. Or electroshock it and or poison it. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, what I've seen, what I've heard, they only gill netted it. And a gill net is not that small. Yeah. Or not that big. Sorry. Not that small. <laughs> not that small. Right. Okay. The, the, the individual squares in a gill net is not that small. All right. They are fairly large. They're going after fish that were up to 60 effing pounds. There's nothing getting through that. 
we're catching salmon in the ocean at this point. Same scenario. That's right. There is no way, my words only, I feel like there's megalodons out here. Now there's megalodons. <laughs> now there's megalodons. There's the megas of the megas out here. And they don't ever want to be seen. They don't need to be seen. They're living at the bottom of the lake and they eat, you know, trout probably half the size of them. Once a month or once a week or once every two weeks or whatever it is or whatever it could be. That's true. There's no plug big enough and there's no bait big enough that you could troll or you could use that would catch that fish unless unless they were all in say in during spawn mode and maybe these fish could still spawn too because they are possibly native fish still why wouldn't they be they come in all with all the other ones come into you know a little spot you hook a trout you hook a 24 inch and you're like yeah shark comes up and eats the whole thing the whole thing. The whole thing. What happens then? <laughs> when I'm saying a shark, I mean like a 34-pound cutthroat trout. That is, yes. A Lahontan cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's, a, if there's a fish that size out there, maybe 40 pounds. 40 pounds might not be unrealistic is what I'm saying. It's a big body of water. It's a huge body of water. I know it's not that deep. It's not as deep as soft. Yeah, there's a lot of room to move around. There though. is a lot of room. All right, and there's a lot of food. There is a lot of food. A lot. And speaking of food, this brings us to the last segment of the podcast. All about burritos. Everyone is eager to know. Burritos are pretty good. Yeah, but like I don't think you hear it. Like, can you hear it from the crowd? I can hear it. No, it's like, just, no it's been typed into like a different a chant. No, it's like I, a chant. I hear it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's edited out of the podcast, but we can hear it. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, no, I, I, I hear it. Yeah, I and, and everybody wants to know. They're like, "What the hell is is Trevor's favorite burrito? Like, where uh, is it? Is it one that you make? Is it one that you bought somewhere? Is it one? No, there's there a one spot that, uh, down in Rockland, California. It was called Adalberto's. Oh yeah. All right, it was pretty good. I love you, man. I got a carne asada, mm. supreme. Okay. No tomatoes. Oh, okay. Add shrimp. What happened? Exactly. Wait, hold Mine on. Mine just blew up. Wait. Right there. <laughs> I'm coughing because I don't, I'm don't. i not registering this. It was like Carne a... Carne as a physiological response. Guacamole, rice, beans. Uncertainty. Right? Add shrimp. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I, I, I Wait, I, how did this happen? Loved it. No, how did this happen? A little experiments. Yeah, but like, what happened? Like, did you walk in or did you go through the drive-through? Oh, drive-through, absolutely. So this? No, this was premeditated. Oh, so you're thinking about it prior? Oh, I was. Oh, that's how I came up on it. That that's a premeditated thing. I mean, there's that's like. Right. Did you write it down before you went through so you won't forget? No, that was all. It was all. I experience a great pressure cuff. when I go through a drive-through where I freeze up every single time. I backed out of a drive-through one time. So you understand? I honked the horn to have the dude behind me back up so I could leave because I was too. It was too much. That was too much. It's too much. Okay, so I'm not alone. I haven't gone through the. Well, it wasn't phase. me technically. It was all like my buddies and stuff that were in the car at the time. But still, you're in a position where you just nobody can't make knew a what they wanted to order. Yeah, so I you got to be yelling at them, and I was just I, I kind of got pissed off and just left. Right, and the only way to leave was backwards. Backwards, yeah, because there was four or five cars in front of us. Right, right. <laughs> so back to Adalberto's, amazing. So 
So the carne asada shrimp mix, no tomatoes. What else happened in that burrito? He had onions. No, the only, no. I don't like the crunch. You don't like the crunch. Yeah. Okay. When you're eating something soft. But was there a snap with the shrimp? No, it was pretty good actually. Okay. It was like a good texture. It was like. So uh, they didn't overcook them. No. Oh. They took the tails off. Obvious. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know like how surf and turf you wanted to get here, man. Well, that'd be that that'd be the crunch. That would be. Yeah. Well, because there's a crunch. See, but and that was the risk. I thought. I thought of all that. Mm-hmm. I thought of all this before I went through the drive-through. Okay. All right. It, like I said, it was all premeditated. Right. Getting the carne asada because that was my favorite already. With with no tomatoes, which had the, like a, the yeah. cilantro mix kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Onions, tomatoes. I didn't want any of that. That's weird, but okay. Go keep I know going. it is. Yeah. Um, I don't like the crunch. Okay. It's the texture. It's, it's the texture fine. thing. We'll let it go. So. <laughs> I was like, well, I love shrimp. And it was only a dollar extra. So I was like, go ahead and add shrimp to that. Just a dollar. Just a dollar. Okay. Filled the whole thing full of shrimp. Uh huh. It was amazing. Wow. Okay. So I had so many of those burritos from that day on. It's like, if I go back there, please believe what I'm ordering. <coughs> wow. It's intense. This is an intense moment. It, it was so a, it's I went, a good so, burrito. So it felt like there was a light shining. As that burrito passed through the window, there was a light shining on it? No, because it was daytime. So it Still was, could be a light. It was pretty bright. There could be clouds in a light. No, it didn't through. get like that intense, did but you, it was pretty bright out. Did you park and eat it? Yes, absolutely. You did? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I should have just went in. Mm. Chip, the chip bar, salsa bar, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, love a, that's a moment. Bar. That's that's it. Sometimes that's a defining moment of solitude. Hmm. You can answer a lot of questions that you've been asking yourself. I don't think I've ever sat in a restaurant all by myself. No, in the car with the burrito. Oh. Yeah. That that took a moment. Yeah, I thought that's what you were meant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was stuck on... We just had just walked into the into the diner. Oh well, yeah, that's and a we tough. And we were go. enjoying the salsa bar. Yeah, yeah. By our lonesome, uh, that, and that's what was getting me. Gotcha. I, I've never done that. I don't yeah, know. I probably wouldn't suggest it. I mean, it's kind of almost. It's, it's like a little pathetic. Are you okay? Yeah. See. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah like you know, like you look on the counter and there's like business cards for therapists. Mm, yeah. Exactly. It's that kind of yeah, scenario. Like, yeah. Are you waiting for AA or? <clears throat> right. Maybe. Maybe? No. Okay. That's not an AA moment. Is it? That's mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. I went through that, okay? Well, no, I'm just saying. I was a loner, bro. Back yeah, that's in the fine. Day. Like, well, like I said, I started off as a fish bum. And, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I've changed much, but. Right. Yeah. Right. I still do normal human look, things. Look, 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 what we're coming down to is that this is, this is a profound moment in your life. It's a very enjoyable one, yes. Okay, it is. good. Absolutely. Right, right. Left an impact. A uh, huge impact. Mm-hmm. It still does. Like, if the opportunity existed right now, like, like in town, if there was a place, which I believe there is, that could replicate that burrito. Like, I've always watched a lot of hunting, fishing videos mm-hmm. and tele- television and stuff like that. Right. Like, when I was young. I mean, truthfully, I haven't had cable in, in God, how many years. I mean, probably... 10 years I, I don't think I've even owned TV uh-huh. um, 
I'm busy. I, I, I do too much, too many things. I'm a hands-on person. I like to go outside. I like to keep myself active. I like to... And you like to duck hunt, but we're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, a little bit. A lot of it, actually. The <laughs> season's almost over. <laughs> uh, I purposely left that out. Uh, yeah. I, I was blowing the calls a little bit earlier, too. You know, It's good times. Uh, can't get over when a mallard drake comes over the top. I mean, it's just... Uh. There's one sitting over there. Oh, I know. It's banded, it's too. It. And there's one in... Chorizo form sitting right over here waiting to be cooked. Actually, your man made that mm-hmm. super good. We uh, grilled some up this tonight, and uh, let me tell you, I'm glad there's about 15 packages of it. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. It's been it's been a good season. Yeah, it's been a good season. It's almost over though. Yeah. End of the month. Yeah, that's a yeah. tough one. It is. It's brutal. It's You're a like tough me. One. Yeah. It's not like a hobby. No. No. It's, it's it, a lifestyle. It's no, a it's it, a life. It, it's I have to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's more than a condition. It's a uh, even if I don't even pull the trigger, it's probably the funnest thing to do. Yeah, for me, to me, in my, I love it. Fellowship, everything, the whole whole nine yards. It's the best. It's just like fishing. It's just anything outdoors. Mm-hmm. Spend that with somebody, anybody, share it with anybody, teach it to someone. I feel like nobody knows about it like how I do. But that's an experience you share. Whether you know it or not, with your enthusiasm on the water out here, that's I mean, for sure. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's very true. Yep. I, uh, you know, all you can do is try. Yep. All you can do is try and try to make things enjoyable. For whoever and whomever you were with. It's, uh, there's a lot to it, to be honest. There is a lot to it. If you, you know, it, it's a little bit wild what, you know, like how much I take in consideration. If you wrote a book about it, it'd take a really long time. <laughs> it'd take a really long time. Uh, yeah, it'd take a really it long would, time. It would. Just because, right. you know, I try to think of all, everything bad. Everything's the worst it could be. Right. Why not? Right. You think the absolute worst about everything possible? I know it's a bad trait. It most likely won't work out the worst it's ever going to work out. Because you have tried so hard. Because you know what the worst is going to the the worst outcome is. Mm-hmm. In a sense. Not saying trying to like change the future or nothing. Nothing like that, but. If you could, if you could assist a good time, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. If you could, maybe try hard enough to make things work out like how they might should work out. That would make things really enjoyable. Why wouldn't you? You've gone into a very zen-like mode. Why shouldn't you? Right. I, I mean, like this. I like this. And I like what I like what, what the catalyst was. It's like I know with the, the fishing and hunting. And we eased into it with the burrito and it puts you in a different place and I like that. And that's the power. That is the power of the burrito, my friend. <laughs> that is the power of the burrito. No, I think friend. it's the shrimp. I'm a seafood guy. I really enjoy that. It's all one happy because family. Because <laughs> seafood, I got to catch it. Yeah. I got to catch it and bring it home and eat it. Right. Right. I don't go and catch my beans and rice and my you know no I don't go and raise cattle or beef or anything like that so mm-hmm. no I can't do that 
Right. Maybe I will go buy some. Yeah, I could go buy, get my own. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right. Now, the shrimp, on the other hand, the shrimp's a tough one. You want fresh shrimp or you want store-bought frozen that Lord only knows how long it's been there, where it came from, or what it did. Mm-hmm. If you tried fresh shrimp for the first time in your whole life, it might change the way you cook. It might. It might change the way you eat food and think about food. So that's why that's one of the reasons why I even got the shrimp on my carne asada burrito that one time. That that was that was deep. This is probably the most <laughs> this is the most intellectual deep dive we've had on, into a burrito. The philosophy of the burrito. I like and the, the mind. cook though, so I like my flavors, and I know I, I it's know important. That's fine. What it's it important. ought to taste like. Yeah. No. That's so. That's what we're trying to capture it's, here. It's great. It was a great burrito. It's fantastic. With a little bit of uh, green salsa. Uh-huh. Oh, so good. So good. I love it. I love it. So good. So with that being said, if you're interested in a trip with Mr. Trevor Herring at Pyramid Fly Co., well, we do have some open dates available for the remainder of this season. Or if this season is... What is this season? Where are we? 2023. I thought it was still 2020. You do spend a lot of time outdoors. <laughs> I don't know what so day remember- it is. Man, I, everything <laughs> blends together. <clears throat> I, I'm horrible with technology. and That's okay because we got help for you. Okay. Because all, all, if someone wants to fish with you, they could call the 800 number, right? 877-732-3597. Which you go to Captain Rob. And if you like what you hear here, Perfect. you can say, hey, you got anything yeah, with Trevor? Absolutely. You got anything with Trevor? you have a killer time. You will have a killer I'm not time. not sure who this Trevor guy is you keep talking about who? so highly of. But I, <laughs> I'll look into him. I'll give him a good review. You'll give him a review. If I, if I see him out there on the water, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll right. Hashtag, what was it? Hashtag vote Trevor. <laughs> yeah. I like it. There I it like is. it. There it is. I mean, he, he, the guy sounds like... Uh, Sounds like the guy wants to do good. Yep. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Um, Probably fill you up good good food too. You're the only guy that I would let. I would let you guide Nicolas Cage. You think so? I think it'd be. You think I would be good enough? Serious? This isn't. It's it's just a fact. I mean, dude, I would. See, that's the caliber you're at. I would. I would be up to par. Mm Hmm. I think, to be honest, I have guided famous people, and they haven't told me, or even I knew, mm-hmm. and it was totally normal, and actually, he rebooked me, and again, I still had no clue, I'm not going to say who it is, or who it was. But it's a guy. But it is a dude, you know, great dude, um, and... Uh, he, uh, you know, he rebooked me. I mean, we had a great time. It was a blast, and I found out, and I was a little blown away. Um, it's a cool person in my eyes because was it Christopher Walken? Like I said, I wasn't going to say any hmm. names. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. I'm just thank you. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, he didn't want to act any way out of normal, and didn't make any kind of. We we were just having a good time. Two humans, two but you know, I got a I got his personal number and we 
I mean, we're friends. It's that uh, you know. No clue. No clue. That's awesome. So, what else you got, man? From what? You got you've guided other celebrities. Yeah, I've got a couple of football players, but you know, again, it wasn't. That's not the topic. You know, that's no not baseball like, players. I think so. Oh, actually, no, that was uh, <laughs> no, yeah, actually, I did. No, um, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See again. I think the point I'm trying That's to get. That's no point, though. No, that, yeah, that's the point I'm trying to get. It doesn't <laughs> All right? matter. I don't matter. care if you're famous or not. There you go. I'm going to treat you like a human There being, you go. That's the point. And I'm going to treat you like, you know, you're actually fun to hang out with because normally people are if you kind of connect with them and figure out who they are. That's the point. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, Trevor, man. It's been awesome having you on. It's been fun. Yeah. It's been different. It's your first one. It's, it's all right. Uh, yeah, I was really nervous about all this. It's all right. You made it. I'm sorry. Look, we're here at the end and everything's okay. Haas is happy. I know. He's all barking too. Cole's over there making noise. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that's what he does. Just rummaging. He's rummaging. He's taking some of your ducks. And, what? And he ate your calzone today. Yeah. So, see? Another conversation for another time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to get too upset on this. So. <laughs> All right, man. All right, buddy. High five. Hey, good job today, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And again, if you want to book uh, Trevor, give us a call at that 800 number we gave you. and Or go to pyramidflyco.com and check it out. Other than that, until next time, tight lines. Appreciate it, everybody, for listening. <laughs>